0: Today on episode 321 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, I've been getting questions about what's going to happen to computers running Windows 7 in January when Microsoft stops supporting Windows 7. People are wondering if terrible things are going to happen. Am I going to lose my files? Is my computer going to stop working? Is Big Bang Theory going to come back for another season? Thankfully, it's not likely that any of those things will happen. But today, I'll fill you in on what will happen. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor. Tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Good morning and welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and right here on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And sometimes it's just something cool, and other times it's information that you actually need to know, like today, and it's all in plain English, no techie language. And for everything we're talking about today, if you don't want to attempt it yourself, I can do it for you remotely. So if you have any questions or if you want to schedule that, just give me a call, 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 321. So let's get started. All right, today we're talking about saying goodbye to Windows 7 and... Really, it's kind of a sad thing. A lot of people really like Windows 7. In fact, I like Windows 7. It's a great operating system. It's really easy to use. Everyone's used to it. And of course, it's much better than Windows 8, which is completely awful. But some things happen we just don't have a lot of control over. You probably remember when Microsoft came out with Windows 10 almost four years ago, one of the worst product rollouts I've ever seen. The product itself had problems, just like any new software. But this isn't just a program you install on your computer and you see if it's not working right and you can uninstall it. This is the actual operating system we're talking about here. So if it screws up, you potentially can't use your computer. And what made things worse is that Microsoft was making this big deal about get it now because it's only free for the first year. And the whole upgrade was supposed to be optional. But so many people ended up getting Windows 10, even though they didn't want it. Microsoft was really just shoving it down our throats. In fact, there were a couple of programs that came out that were specifically designed to stop the Windows 10 upgrade from happening. I put that on a lot of client computers, and I didn't have a lot of good things to say about Microsoft during that whole fiasco. But like I said, that was four years ago. Things have changed. Windows 10 has improved a lot, and the few things that I still don't like about it, like the privacy invasion functions... I disable those whenever I install it on a client computer or on a laptop that I'm selling. I've been using Windows 10 myself now for at least a couple of years, and it's fine. When you do the upgrade, you won't have this big learning curve to figure out how to use a whole different operating system. It's easy to use. But the big reason you need to upgrade from Windows 7 now is because Microsoft is no longer going to support Windows 7. But when people ask me about this, a lot of them are confused. What does that actually mean? I mean, so what if Microsoft won't support it anymore? I can still use it, right? Well, the answer to that is technically yes. Your computer will still work, but you won't want to do that. Here's what's going to happen. As you might already know, Microsoft sends out Windows updates every month, and they do that on the second Tuesday of each month, and it's called Patch Tuesday. And it's called that because a lot of the updates they send out to your computer are designed to patch up security flaws that have been discovered. If those problems didn't get patched or repaired by the Windows updates, then your computer would be an easy target for hackers and scammers to take over and do all the bad things they want to do. So it's very important that you get those updates. And really, you don't have to do anything to get the updates. They get downloaded and installed in the background, usually at 3 a.m. Or if your computer's not turned on overnight, they'll get installed the next time you boot it up or restart. That's why sometimes when you turn on your computer, you see the message, Installing updates, don't turn off your computer, and you have to wait for it to finish before you can use your computer. Now, if you left it on overnight, that stuff would already be done and you wouldn't have to wait. That's just a little extra tip I'll throw in there for today. Anyway, like I said before, this coming January is when Windows 7 support ends. So in January, Patch Tuesday will be on January 14, the second Tuesday, just like normal, but that's the last Patch Tuesday that will happen for Windows 7 and that's not a good thing because new security holes will still continue to be discovered but now instead of patching up those problems they're just going to continue to be problems and those new security holes are not private information microsoft will know about them of course but guess who else will be aware of those vulnerabilities all the hackers and criminals and bad guys I guarantee you they are excited about January because they know a large chunk of Windows users will still be using Windows 7. And that means a lot of opportunities to exploit all the security problems. You don't want to be a part of that group. And, of course, it's only going to get worse as time goes on after that. So that means right now you have two options. First one is you can upgrade your computer from Windows 7 to Windows 10. That is, assuming your computer is a candidate to run Windows 10. Most computers are okay with it, unless yours is just really ancient. I've been doing a lot of Windows 10 upgrades for my clients, and I can do the whole thing remotely. Usually it takes a couple of hours, and here's the nice thing that's kind of a bonus. If you don't already have a backup for your computer, that's the first thing we're going to do before we even start the upgrade process. Right now, for me to do the Windows 10 upgrade is $180. On July 1, it goes to 225 Then it'll go up again sometime in the fall. And the second option is to just get a new computer. Of course, any new PC you buy now will already have Windows 10 installed. You just need to get it set up and get your files and folders moved over from your old computer to the new one, and I can do all of that for you remotely as well if you're not comfortable with that process. So you could do either one of those options. If your computer is a candidate for Windows 10, that's usually a substantially less expensive way to go. But if you are planning to do the upgrade and you want me to help with that, now is the time to do it. I'm already busy with that now, so by the end of the year, I expect I'm going to be going crazy trying to get all of them done before Windows 7 expires. Just give me a call or email me and we can talk about how you want to proceed. And now consider this. Remember when you were in high school, there were probably some people you kind of knew, but you weren't really friends with them and you didn't hang out? That's how Marina knew about Brian. But then they both went to the same local college after high school, and they got to know each other a lot better and spend a lot of time together. And Brian was someone that Marina thought was a really good friend. But then she began to find out that Brian was not who she thought he was. The friendship ended, and he began stalking her. And it got worse. She told me that story on my other podcast called What Was That Like? You can listen to it on any podcast app or at the website at whatwasthatlike.com forward slash 24. And, of course, a big thanks again to anyone who shops at my Amazon affiliate link, which is computertutorflorida.com forward slash shop. When you go there, you are on Amazon, so you get exactly what you need, and I get a little commission from Amazon, which helps keep this podcast going. And if you want to get in touch with me, you know I love to hear from you. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line, 727 386-9468 and you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. That's going to do it for this episode but I'll be right back here in two weeks with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, ComputerTutorFlorida.com And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. I was going to tell you a joke about time travel, but you didn't like it.